Hello and welcome to Just a Guy and his journey back to God. Today we're in Acts 10, but before we get started, let's just open with a word of prayer. Father, I thank you for this day and for all that you've done. I thank you for the God that you are, the creator of all, the one who made the universe and who made me. I'm grateful for my family. I'm grateful for all that you've done. I just thank you, Father, for this time. I pray that as we go through the readings and we chat, I just pray that you would be the one who talks to us, that our hearts and our minds and our spirits would hear your voice, and that you would guide us each and every moment, each and every part of the day. I pray that we'd be filled with your spirit and that you'd be honored and glorified by what we do. It's in Jesus' name I pray. Amen. So we're in chapter 10, and it's a very pivotal chapter where Peter is, is shown that Hey, we need to preach to the to the Gentiles, not just the Jews. That going into the temple and preaching there isn't the sole responsibility of us, but now we need to preach to all of God's people. And it's a very radical thought. And so but it's one that Peter takes up, but he gets there, he understands it first through prayer. And that kind of gets into the whole Sunday mindset where becoming a man of prayer for me. And I just think think on this as we read that if if Peter hadn't been in prayer what would have happened? If he hadn't been listening to God, what would have happened? And or what wouldn't have happened? So with that, I'm just going to go ahead and get started with the reading. Chapter 10 verse 1. At Caesarea, there was a man named Cornelius, a centurion in what was known as the Italian Regiment. He and all his family were devout and God-fearing. He gave generously to those in need and prayed to God regularly. One day at about three in the afternoon, he had a vision. He distinctly saw an angel of God who came to him and said, Cornelius. Cornelius stared at him in fear. What is it, Lord? he asked. The angel answered, Your prayers and gifts to the poor have come up as a memorial offering before God. So, before we move on, Cornelius is a man of prayer. He's devout. He's a Roman. And he's a centurion. And what the the, uh, various works and uh, historical elements tell us about it is he was a centurion that is talked about and is documented here in Acts 10. He was a devout man and like the centurion of Caper- Capernaum, believed in the God of Israel. His, his residence at Caesarea probably brought him into contact with Jews who communicated to him and their expectations regarding the Messiah. And thus he was prepared to welcome the message of Peter. He became the first fruit of the Gentile world to Christ. Think about that. He's the first Gentile, non-Israeli, to accept Christ. What if he hadn't been praying? What if he hadn't been, um, you know, devout, hadn't been listening to God, hadn't been able to recognize God, that it was God speaking to him and that it was God's angel that came to him? What then? So verse five, now send men to Joppa to bring back a man named Simon, who is called Peter. 
He is staying with Simon the Tanner, whose house is by the sea. When the angel who spoke to him had gone, Cornelius called two of his servants and and a devout soldier, who was one of his attendants. He told them everything that had happened and sent them to Joppa. Peter had his vision. About noon the following day, as they were on their journey and approaching the city, Peter went up on the roof to pray. He became hungry and wanted something to eat, and while the meal was being prepared, he fell into a trance. He saw heaven opened and something like a large sheep being let down to earth by its four corners. It contained all kinds of four-footed animals as well as reptiles and birds. Then a voice told him, Get up, Peter, kill, and eat. Surely not, Lord, replied Peter. I have never eaten anything impure or unclean. The voice spoke to him a second time. Do not call anything impure that God has made clean. This happened three times, and immediately the sheet was taken back to heaven. While Peter was wondering about the vision, the meaning of the vision, the men sent by Cornelius found out where Simon's house was and stopped at the gate. They called out, asking if Simon, who was known as Peter, was staying there. While Peter was still thinking about the vision, the spirit said to him, Simon, three men are waiting for you, so get up and go downstairs. Do not hesitate to go with them, for I have sent them. Peter went down and said to the men, I'm the one you're looking for. Why have you come? The men replied, We have come from Cornelius the centurion. He is a righteous and God-fearing man who is respected by all the Jewish people. A holy angel told him to ask, ask you to come to his house so that he could hear what you have to say. Then Peter invited the men into the house to be his guest. The next day, Peter started out with them, and some of the believers from Joppa went along. The following day, he arrived in Caesarea. Cornelius was expecting them and had called together his relatives and close friends. As Peter entered the house, Cornelius met him and fell at his feet in reverence, but Peter made him get up. Stand up, he said. I am only a man myself. While talking to him, Peter went inside and found a large gathering of people. He said to them, You are well aware that it is against our law for a Jew to associate with or visit a Gentile. But God has shown me that I should not call anyone impure or unclean. So when I was sent for, I came without raising any objection. May I ask why you sent for me? Cornelius answered, Three days ago, I was in my house praying at this hour, at three in the afternoon. Suddenly a man in shining clothes stood before me and said, Cornelius, God has heard your prayer and remembered your gifts to the poor. Send to Joppa for Simon, who is called Peter. He is a guest in the home of Simon, the tanner who lives by the sea. So I sent for you immediately, and it was good of you to come. Now we are all here in the presence of God to listen to everything the Lord has commanded you to tell us. Then Peter began to speak. I now realize how true it is that God does not show favoritism, but accepts from every nation the one who fears him and does what is right. You know the message God sent to the people of Israel, announcing the good news of peace through Christ Jesus, who is Lord of all. You know what has happened throughout the province of Judea, beginning in Galilee after the baptism that John, John preached, how God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Spirit and the power, and how he went around doing good and healing all who were under the power of the devil, because God was with him. We are witnesses of everything he did in the country of the Jews and in Jerusalem. They killed him by hanging him on a cross, but God raised him from the dead 
on the third day and caused them to be seen. He was not seen by all the people, but by witnesses, by witnesses from God. I'm sorry, but witnesses whom God had already chosen. By us who ate and drank with him after he rose from the dead. He commanded us to preach to the people and to testify that he is the one whom God appointed as judge of the living and the dead. All the prophets testify about him, that everyone who believes in him receives forgiveness of sin through his name. While Peter was still speaking these words, the Holy Spirit came on all who heard the message. The circumcised believers who had come with Peter were astonished that the gifts of the Holy Spirit had been poured out even on Gentiles. For they heard them speaking in tongues and praising God. Then Peter said, Surely no one can stand in the way of their of their being baptized with water. They have received the Holy Spirit just as we have. So he ordered that they be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ. Then they asked Peter to stay with them for a few days. So it's interesting how even after Peter had explained his his message, his vision from God, they were still amazed. The Jews were amazed that the Gentiles could be recipients of the Holy Spirit. And it's interesting to me as people who know the book of Isaiah and know how God is going to, has a plan for all nations and all people, they still have their their perception that they are the special ones only and that God's provision and Holy Spirit wouldn't be made available to all. But with that, I think it's just a great place for us to uh, wrap up. And I'll just end us with a quick word of prayer. Father God, thank you for this day. Again, thank you for your word. I just pray that it would flourish in our, in our hearts and our spirits. I pray that we would understand what you want us to know. And that we would become the, the men of prayer and the women of prayer, just like these, these leaders were. Cornelius, who is the first Gentile saved. And that he was saved because he was a man of prayer and a godly man who knew you. So, Father, I just pray that we would be like them, that we would use their examples, and that we would stay close to you in our hearts and our minds and our prayers. I thank you, Father, for all that you've done, and I pray that today we'd bring you glory. In Jesus' name I I pray. Amen. Hey, thanks for joining me at Just a Guy and his journey back to God. I hope you have a great day.